Hey guys, we just wanted to let you know that this podcast was filmed pre-Cyclone Gabriel causing devastation widespread throughout our country. Uh, on the Pepper and Me website, we're currently donating 5% of all sales to flood relief charities and there's also an additional tip box at our checkout online where you can choose to up your donation so we can make sure those funds get to the people who need it most at the moment. You're listening to the Pepper and Me podcast around the dinner table with Cherie, Cam and Lorne where we chat all things food and business. Welcome to Around the Dinner Table, my name's Lorne. My name's Campbell. And today our special guest has lived at her house for like three and a half years but still needs a calendar invite to remind her to put her rubbish bins out at Shree Metcalf. (laughs) It's actually so true. How did you know that? Who's been through my calendar? Me. (laughs) When I come visit, I pull them in for you. (laughs) (laughs) Good to have you on the show. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Did you you notice that that's like the only thing in my calendar? The only thing in your calendar. Every week, Thursday, put Put the bins bins out. out. Yeah. It's quite a big deal in my life to put the bins out. Yeah? Does yeah. it make you feel like an adult? Yeah, when I do it. Yep. Yeah. I can yeah, always give myself a pat on the back. Feel like, like an idiot when you don't do it? Oh, it's just a really frustrating when you don't do it. It is. Yeah. It is. I get it. To- and, it's, it's, and there's so many bins. Oh, man. Now. And it's every goes, two weeks. Did you pay fucking buddy into two of them? You yeah, well, I felt sorry. For, <laughs> I felt sorry for the bin company when the council bin company came along and took them over. I felt like they'd have no jobs left, so I kept my other bins. Right. So I've got five bins. What? Yeah, and they all go on different days and different times, and it's very complex. It's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Too much admin, eh, yeah. Shuri? When I go on Tinder, which is like once a year for 10 minutes, uh, my profile says, Looking for someone literally, to put the bins out? just need someone to put my bins out. I have the rest of it covered. <laughs> and change the spa pool um, filters. Yeah. yeah. Chemicals in the spa That's pool. That's all it says. It says, just need someone to put the bins out. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Nice. I know. Well, <laughs> good work. All right. Well, what's on your plate? <laughs> Okay, my plate this week, uh, I went uh, on a work trip to Fitianga last week. And work trip? Yes, I was, working. And we went to see to the French Fig. Oh, yeah. And they're one of our stockists. So they've got a great pepper and me display in there. They, have, they sell my book. They, they use all the pepper and me products in their cabinet food. Yep. So they have like the relish going and stuff. They have zatar, they have daka, they have TikTok on the sausage rolls. It's great. And... Um, she said, would you like lunch? I said, yep, you choose for me what you would, what you want me to eat. And she'd made, their chef had made the most beautiful mussel fritters I've ever had. And I don't think I've had many mussel fritters in my life, like maybe one or two from, you know, like a caravan at the, oh, yeah, like you know, like when you get a, a white bread almost, with some yeah. butter and a mussel fritter on it. But these were beautiful. Like they were mussel, or something. yeah, like a mussel and chorizo fritter with like heaps of herbs and green stuff and they were oh, and relish and they were very, very, very good. Nice. Very like out the gate thing because I would never go and order a mussel fritter. Yep. But I was pleasantly surprised. And then I cooked on Saturday for the first time in a long time and I made a big batch of beef rending for my, I had a party on Saturday night. So we did beef rending and it was so good and it did round two yesterday, I took it round to a friend's and fed everyone there and then we've just had the last pot of it for lunch today. Um, and the hawkers, so that went down very well. Rendang's always a win, though. I yeah, will demolish so, so much of it. It's so good. It's a little bit of admin because you have to blend, like, make that paste. And you got make lots of different cuts of meat. No, I just used I just used chuck steak. Yep. 
but I bl blended the chilies, onion, garlic, ginger, lemongrass. I used some gone to Bombay in there, some onions, and I put a handful of coriander in there as well, and I marinated the beef overnight. And then, so it's not that tricky, but it's more Still tricky. Still a little bit of admin. Other things, yeah. yeah. But it was worth it. It was delicious. It just got better and better over the three days, actually, as well. What else would you use that base recipe for? Like you can eat it as a curry, so you just have it with rice. Yeah, okay. And um, it's an Indonesian dish, pretty sure. Like, it's got a few different roots, but you find that quite a lot in Bali, the rending. And they, yeah, um, so you could have it with on the plate with the pile of rice and then a pile of coriander and they put other sort of bits and pieces around the plate. Yeah, right. What yeah. about, like, some kind of pastry, turning it into that or... Like a pie kind of thing. Yeah, or like a smaller... Oh, yeah, you yeah, could do a beef know. rending pie. That'd be good. If you put it in the roti, because you, you know you can make, make pies with those roti mm -hmm. things now, that would be a very good pie, I think. They quite often serve it with like those um, those roasted peanuts as well, I remember, as a yes. hawk and roll or yes, um, exactly yeah, right. a moo or something. They exactly always right. have rendings there. Roasted nuts and then often a scoop of that chilli paste. I can't remember the name of it, but um, it's made like, from chilies and... They do like, like deep fried fish. anchovies as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's like a fish yeah. um, paste or a shrimp paste or something in with the chili. Yeah. I'll, I'll Google that. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> deep fried anchovies. Yeah, and it's like crispy and it's gross and I always take it to the plate. But, um, <laughs> yep, 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 anyway. Anyway, what's been on your plate, Cam, while Shree's Googling? Um, so my, my plates, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward this week. So as opposed to talking about what um, I've had, I was going to talk about what I'm looking to have. Fair. About to fly off Fair. to Hawaii. Nice. Um, Your flight's still going ahead? Oh, yep, I yep. think so. I good. think at this stage it's still we're, all good. We're uh, recording this podcast as um, Gabrielle is, is steering through the country, eh? the country, which is not very fun. So I hope everyone's um, yeah, keep safe out there. Keeping safe. And some of the footage coming actually coming it's in from up north, out the gate, eh? It's pretty chaos. But... Hopefully, anyway, hopefully yeah. you get out over there and Hawaii's nice. Yeah, well, fingers crossed anyway. Get, a, get, a, get some good weather apart from this New Zealand summer. But um, what? I've got a couple couple dishes here. That you're going to try? Yeah, that are keen, yeah. To, keen to look out for. Um, the first one's in a Hawaiian plate. Sorry, it took me a while to get there. <laughs> and this sounds like it's quite a traditional um, dish where it's essentially like an, an ensemble of um, different elements so right. they've got like the apparently it's actually quite a traditional thing macaroni salad okay <laughs> so you have a little serving of that yep there's three different kinds of um poke oh yeah you know, fish is quite big in, yep. the, um, mm. in the country pork's quite big interesting and apparently they serve it i don't know how it's actually cooked i'm assuming it's steamed but they serve it in leaf um tea leaves they're called ti i don't know how to pronounce that but um, Not like a banana plant? Nah, yet? well, I, it looks like it, but mm. I don't know if it's the actual name. Mm, might um, be. Yeah, it might be. Some sort of similar plant to that. Well, I, I know in like um, Maori cuisine, they cook they cook um, with the leaves, don't they? Yeah. Um, Wrap it up to the sort of steam it and stuff like so that. So I'm assuming yeah. it's done like that. Must be something like um, that. And then there's like a taro. Uh, it's called poi? Poi? Yeah, this is a tea yeah. is a plant-like, it's a palm-like plant. Oh. So very similar to the banana leaf, it must just be from different, from same family. Nice. Like palm yeah, leaf, so beautiful. That was one of the elements on the dish, so it's just kind of like this ensemble, so yep. I'd be keen to try some of that. Um, classic, a poke, like yep. a nice poke bowl from there. Are you going to eat meat while you're away? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll definitely, definitely try um, as much traditional stuff as I can. Cool. I always find that mm. like, that's probably the best part 
or my eyes about traveling sometimes is you can trying the food really try cuisine yeah and like it's just a whole new experience especially with some of the and in, like indigenous ingredients that they get nice. um and i know that over there the fish like tuna is massive around hawaii uh, mahi mahi yeah a few other species so it'd be quite cool to see how they actually prepare it like when we went to mexico the way yeah. they do things is a lot different it's um, pretty cool eh yeah oh, i'm excited for you i've never been to hawaii so you have to come back and report on everything you eat. Yeah, there's another dish. Try cook some dishes for us. Yeah, yeah, we'll be quite. I'll try and um, take some notes anyway. Yeah. And there was this other, another dish called, uh, and again, I'll excuse my pronunciation, but uh, manapua, something along. And what it, is that? It's, it's like um, the Hawaiian take on a bao bun. So oh, okay. Mm. Essentially, it's like a steam, steam bun, bun kind of thing. Um, it's uh, I think they traditionally fill these with pork again. Like yep. The pork sounds like it's quite. What's it called? Mm. Um, what's the Hawaiian word for pork? It's like it starts with K. Well, anyway, we'll find it. You'll. Um, I'll overlay it on the video. <laughs> and um, so that'd be quite cool to try out too. Cool. Mm. Exciting. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Really cool. Did you find what you're googling for, Shri? Yes, sambal. Sambal. Oh, so yes. yeah, it's, I feel like there's different types of sambal though, because you can just buy sambal. But the one, the Indonesian one, is very fishy. Yep. Um, but it, it was salty. Yeah, beautiful with the rending. And you get, is it pick some pickles? Yeah, all your little bits and pieces. Nice. Plate. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, recently, I did the skillet cookie, and it sounds so dumb, but it's literally the first time I've made it out of the, out of the the recipe book. Um, and it's not that exciting or something called the best meal or anything that I've cooked, but it's actually so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. So stupid it's, easy. It's I not. couldn't. Bl- I've like always just not made it because I'm like, oh, whatever, dumb fad. But it was actually took me like five minutes to put together. I th- I've told. I, I've I, yeah, I'm sure you have. So but many I've just times. never done it. So if you haven't tried the skillet cookie yet, I did it with. Um, I didn't have macadamia or white chocolate, so I did it with that hay. Uh, the hazel. Hazel, yeah, yum. So I mixed all of that through, and that was mint. That did was you put nuts in it? No, we didn't have anything. Yeah, it was right. literally just hazel, and then some like like a teaspoon of random sugar-free chocolate drops that I had left over in the baking thing, so it wasn't. But the hazella was the star of I it, for sure. I think dark chocolate and hazelnut's probably my favourite yep. skillet cookie, but then I also love the caramel with macadamia. Caramel would be yeah. so good, yeah. yeah. So I bought macadamias. You did was yeah, and I did it with scorched almonds. You can use that same base in the recipe, and you can just add whatever you want to it. Did you serve it, like, did you let it cool and then cut it into slices? or did Yeah, you just, with ice cream. Yeah. Yep. Cut it into pizza slices, for sure. Mm. If you had to pick one chocolate, oh, what would it be? Oh, oh, this is a big conversation. This is yeah. a big conversation. Like so a bar or a block? It's like if you if you had to draft, say it was us three, and we had to draft chocolate. Uh, I, I would. Mine would not be the most favourite out of anyone, but it's the milk and cookies one. But it's the milky bar milk and cookies because right. I'm like a huge fan so of Nestle Oreos, one. and so, yeah, I don't even know what brand. It's just not like it's not it's not dream white chocolate. It's Milky bar. Milky bar, white yeah. chocolate, but it's milk and cookies. I think the best cookies and cream chocolate bar is the Hershey's one. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably is, but I probably would eat one whole bar of that too fast. Okay. What's your favourite? I really like um, the lint salted caramel one. Oh, I'm not a fan of salted caramel. Yeah, neither. Uh, you like, like a it, dark chocolate a and like um, yep. Yep. salted caramel. When I was keto a couple of years ago, I got really into like the, the like 95% Cocoa. Oh, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Such an elitist because I'm keto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hover when you woke up? <laughs> oh, that time I was keto two years ago for two weeks. 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I didn't last very long. Oh, I've done, I've done it three times now. I've done really good, like, probably eight weeks each time. Anyway, so I, 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 can, I can handle one of them as well, but no, nah, the milk and cookies. Hmm. What did you say, Shri? I actually don't know the answer to that. I quite like the favourites box, so it can just you can just pick and choose. But I, this would change for me often. I don't eat sweets often. Like, I'm definitely not a sweet tooth. I'd much rather have a piece of toast after dinner. Yes, very true. Or platter. Cheese and crackers. Or anchovies. Yeah, some anchovies. Uh, but I like the favourites because it's like a little, just in the right size. I'm just trying to think. Oh, do you know? No, I've got it. I reckon I can guess it. Go. Tony's... Orange? Yes! Yeah, man, knew that. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> the chalk orange. The, the thing yeah. that came out at like, yeah. just before Christmas and it's Yeah, well, it's, it's been around forever in England. It's right. massive. Yeah. Terry's. What is it? Terry's chalk orange. Yeah, it's massive overseas. Oh, I don't know We've that. We've just never had them here before. Right, because they look like Willy Wonka. Oh, it's divine. It's, such, it's so different. It's such a novelty. You unwrap the round ball, mm. smack Got the bum on the table, and all the segments just... Lay themselves out on a platter for you. <laughs> Take me. <laughs> if only you could get that from everyone, eh? <laughs> if only. Just giving them a little tap on the bum and they lay, <laughs> lay themselves out for you. Like a Terry's shock orange. Pick themselves apart. <laughs> Unwrap the segments. And the segment size is just perfect for your mouth. Like, it's not too big of a square that you have to like, you know, there's not edges to feel. It's just smooth like a, yeah, it's yeah. a perfect thing. And then I found the dark chocolate ones. Yeah. 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 Terry's Chocolate Orange Dark Chocolate would be my, yeah, for sure, right. favorite currently. That will change frequently. Not a fan of chocolate orange. Like the chocolate, the chocolate chip orange ice cream I can't do. Doesn't make sense in my mind to mix those two things. Like mint choc, I can't do mint. Yeah, choc. well, I love yeah, mint choc. Yeah. I think mint choc's one of my top five things. Right. Love right. it. Um, what were we up to? Food trends. Food oh, trends yeah, of the week. Trends. Uh, I'll go first. Mine's a bit weird, but you'll know what I mean. I think is stop motion food videos. So oh, okay. you know where they like the yep. food. The food's moving around itself. Moves itself around, yep. and then like. So it's just photos. together and then... Yeah, I do know what you mean. They're doing yeah. it with like... So the chicken leg will walk towards the cheese. <laughs> and then the chicken leg like opens itself up and... In, <laughs> eats the eats cheese. cheese. Okay, I haven't seen these I'm ones. Gonna show you, I'm yeah. going to show you. I'm going to show you right now. So I <laughs> just before. So, see, watch this here. Sorry to our nice. audio podcast listeners here. Head to our YouTube channel and watch the video to get some context or head to high food with three o's to watch the tiktoks that Shree's talking about oh, that that's that h-i-f-o-o-o-d <laughs> on tiktok walk up to the chicken and then like and the, and the that's exactly what i was thinking it's like the prawns have they've ripped their skin off like naughtily whoa and then the bacon's walking itself over and that's good eh yeah that is good like the prawns like yeah. sucking the skins <laughs> off the chicken legs that bit there. <laughs> yeah, <weird. 
I don't know if I like the trend or not. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. That it's really interesting. I can appreciate the effort it would take. I don't think they're make aiming that. to make great food here. I think they're make, aiming to make great videos. Cause yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a food trend. That's, 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 a, that's a videography TikTok yeah, trend. That's yeah. cool, though. It's, it's very cool. It's interesting to watch, yeah. 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 Lot going on. I don't know how long I could last. I don't know how I feel about the prawns pulling off, pulling <laughs> back the chicken skin like that. Um, my <laughs> trend, anyway, <laughs> is what I've been seeing heaps, and it's a really cool idea, is how people are regrowing. So, say there was, oh, I saw the example of a green onion. So, oh, the stem. And just so chuck it in some water on the water window soil sill. And mm. regrow yeah. the product. I thought it was actually a great idea. And I've been clever. seeing it heaps, actually. Mm. I've, I've tried that a few times, but I've just never been able to actually get anything worth eating out of it growing again, if yeah, that makes right. sense. So you can grow, grow it real easy, but if you're growing like a, I don't know, a celery stalk or something, it just turns into this kind of <laughs> ugly looking plant that's not worth eating. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's like me or like yeah, with celery and all sorts, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think it's I think celery was have, easy. Just yeah. chop the bum off and chuck it yeah. in like some soil. You need roots away. away, like because you need to be able to absorb all the nutrients out to grow something. Oh, I don't know. It's just like don't a, try doing avocado because you'll just have an avocado seed mouldy on your bench top for like yep. three years and it we won't got, work. Like we did it ages <laughs> ago, like know. maybe eight years ago, and we like. St- Growing like trying to grow like fifty avocado seeds, you know how I would do yeah. all or nothing. So yeah. I wasn't just going to do one. I'm like, oh, I'm going to grow all these yeah. avocado trees. So like fifty of these um, seeds, seeds and bottles growing, and then the the cats brought in this massive pigeon into my oh, house, and then the over. pigeon just flew around like smashing all like yeah, it was fifty broken bottles on the floor. I tried to grow pigeon. Co- I was say, I tried to grow coffee beans. <laughs> that did not work at all. <laughs> From roasted coffee beans. Nah, like, like I got a coffee, coffee plant. bean plant. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, but I, I they take generally... ages to no, grow. It's not warm enough here. Yeah, you right? need humidity. There's yeah. actually a place growing them up in all, uh, above Auckland. Right. Um, and they've created their own farm that yeah. like the coffee beans are apparently really expensive because it's so hard to like the way they've um, must be like greenhousey kind of. It no? must be. It has to be because um, they need a certain level of humidity yeah. to grow them. Interesting. So pretty interesting. We should probably check that out. We probably should have mm. a Google or something. Um, my food trend. I don't know if this is a food trend or not, but like, how many brands of like non cows milk milk do we need? Because there are just so many popping up at the moment, like all of the oat milks, all of the soy milks, all of the almond milks. I just It's really a competition for who has the best branding. Honestly it is. It really is. And, yeah. and there's just new brands popping up every week. Yeah, and well, I don't get it not? because I'm because just like a, I just drink normal milk and I always have. But So I don't drink normal milk and right. I don't really well, I don't really drink plant milk either, but I'll always buy the best looking brand one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Where are you guys at on the stance of calling it milk? I like the plant, mm. the alternative. Oh. Not I'm, not really, I'm not phased at all. No, I really yeah. care. Not phased at all. Do you know what? It is a good business model. That's why people are doing yeah. it because it's it must be easy. It's a massively growing industry. It's shelf. They can make it shelf stable. Right. So you've instantly so got this massive advantage over milk. Ages, yeah. And from what I can see, it'll be a hell of a lot cheaper than making milk as well. Yeah. Um, it's got advantages for sure. Yeah, I make but my I just own oat milk. Do you? Yeah. I just I've tried it before, and it just like if I have a try and have a coffee with it, it just tastes like porridge to me, and I can't do that. <laughs> well, I put like I put the oats in with water, dates, and salt. Nice. Blender. So it's got a bit of sweetness to it from mm. the dates. Yeah, and then I put it through a, a bag, a muslin bag, 
and to train it train out. It, yeah. But it is like, um, it definitely doesn't work the same as like the ones you buy. Yep. Like this is um, enzymes and things like that that help. I think the I think the mm. coconut milk is the most closest to kind of having that fatty mouth feel or the creamy sort of yeah, mouth probably. feel. Yeah, probably. But I hate that. Sometimes. But yeah, I can't do it yeah, either. Yeah. I hate that mouth feel. And you're right, the oat kind of tastes a bit porridgey. Yep. But I really enjoyed it in the chai latte. I had a chai latte. And then oh, yeah, where it probably <laughs> wouldn't matter as much. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of nice with the spices. Yep. What I just uh, saw about this morning, there is a new company, I think it's in America, but it's called Pulp with a Purpose. So you know when you make the oat milk and the nut milks are right, and then you left with the pulp. So your milk's basically not made from anything except water and mm, it is actually so it's water. just yeah so you have this byproduct which is the pulp uh that they are now turning into all sorts of other things other products oh, yeah. which could be a trend that uh we could see massively take because if everyone's drinking these milks there's going to be all this byproduct yeah, yeah. It's probably, so i make cookies with mine oh that's yeah that's good mm. Mm. good they did a pancake mix so you might be <laughs> i might, might be yeah. a bit of you yeah <laughs> Interesting, okay. though, eh? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a good idea. Mm. Pulp uh, I was thinking, like, some... Oh, well, no, it's more nuts and stuff, eh? So it's not really fibery. I thought, here we go. Is this, like, what we're going to have our, like, utensils made out of next? Like, compostable utensils yes. made from nut byproduct? Well, honestly, it probably will be probably, at some eh? point. Yeah. Yeah. If they bake it enough and mix some other sort of fibery some stuff into it. Put some agar, agar into yeah. <laughs> Something make it hard. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? All right, that's the food trends of the week. What, what about our followers of the followers? What about our followers of the week? So mine is Diane Morrissey. I don't know if either of you guys follow her, but she, um, I don't know why she wasn't my first mention as follow of the week. She does the most, the best cooking videos. She's, she actually has the same style of food as me. She eats very similar food that I do, so I really connect with all of her videos. But she does one every day. She's got almost a million followers. They're so really quick, like minute reels sort of stock standard ingredients there's nothing weird to find um lots of cool like sharing platters lots of stuff with lots of cheese in it and then also lots of bricky ideas lots of toasts all sorts of stuff so just diane morrissey i think it's got two hours and you'll find her on instagram i'm pretty sure she's on tiktok as well nice mm. nice mine um is i am Corey B. I don't know if you guys have seen this guy but haven't. he does heaps of like hacks like he watch a video and it'll be someone making some kind of random cooking thing. But it's like, like one example was he got um, potato chips or French fries, like frozen ones, poured them into a waffle maker. Made oh, waffles, right. And right. then used them to make a burger. Like, and, oh. And he like watched the video. He's like, this isn't going to work. Yep. He's quite funny how he redoes it. And he go re he'll redo the whole thing. Figure it out a few times till and it works. And if it works, he's like, mean, like this actually yep. works. Like, oh, it, yeah, cool. It's quite cool. Uh, uh, I've done those. Um, and I've done hash. Uh, hash browns in a waffle machine like just oh, green yeah. potato and you did pancakes in like a rice cooker yeah <laughs> did it work I, um... yeah, it did actually because it turns into like a full on like pancake cake because <laughs> yeah, right. you do like the whole thing in the rice cooker and then put the lid on and, like steams it it's real yum anyway I don't know about that you don't know about that no but I had a eggs Benny at a cafe called Benny and Brew which is out Otomodai and they do an eggs Benny on a potato waffle Nice. thing which 
I think it, it was like a cheesy potato situation, yep. but I think it was mash rather than hash. Right. Yeah, right. it was pretty good. They are an, a really, really good cafe mm. in Edinburgh. I, yeah. I've had the corn fritters from there, and I really like when people do the corn fritters, like fritters, but not as like a pancake fritter. Yes. Like, it's like more thick. Ball, like deep balls. fried balls. Yeah, deep oh. fried yeah. Uh, and with oh. a couple of poached eggs, they're actually phenomenal. Isn't it such a delight when yeah. your fritters come out deep fried instead of like yeah, little pancakes, little pancakes. I'm like, oh, what a treat. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Visually, yeah. it looks wicked. Yeah, we, I, I, I've been there three times and we've had a couple of like, eh, meals. I feel like we've just been at busy times and stuff, so I'll keep going back. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely mm. worth revisiting. Mm. Nice, nice. Mine's, um, mine's a, oh, who are we on to now? Sorry. Where did we go with that? Follow you've, of the week. You've got to do your follow. I've got to do my follow of the week. Uh, so mine's a smaller um, smaller barbecue account. Um, he's a local guy, actually. He just works around the corner from us, Thomas Hills. His account's um, barbecue or BBQ underscore Hills on Instagram. Mm. Um, and we've sort of been following him and keeping an eye on for a while. And he comes and gets stuff from us. Um, but yeah, he's, he's just right. he's just leveled it up recently, I reckon, with his reels. And he's just trying more and more stuff. On the weekend, he, um, he smoked all of his own peppers and made jalapeno like... Um, jalapeno, uh, what? Jalapeno, bacon, mm. what do you call them? Bites? Poppers. Poppers. Jalapenos. Poppers, jalapeno poppers. Um, they look so good. Um, and I'm on the barbecue train at the moment with my new barbecue. So I went and followed all these barbecue accounts. But it was cool to find one just around the corner. I've definitely not got much barbecuing done. I've, no. Do you know what? I got a barbecue for Christmas. Have you used it? Nope. Are you serious? Yep. Not even once? Not, not even once. once. Oh my goodness. No, because Paul was there and he put it together for it. Yeah, oh, I did see that. Me. Yeah, I did see that. I know, I'm actually embarrassed of this. It hasn't stopped raining for the entire last two months. And yeah. to be fair, I've only been home about five days <laughs> in the last two months. Yes. Um, all right, I've got a question for you. Who right. would you invite to a dinner party, dead or alive? Oh. And what would you cook? Like one oh. person. Whoa. This is. Too much? No, just yeah. time to think. <laughs> can we revisit this next one? Yeah. I'd like to think about this. Oh, no, I can't go for it. I'll have a little think. Oh, yeah. Let Lorne answer. And then... I went to Ed Sheeran on the weekend, so I'll just say Ed Sheeran. And he can just play music. What will you cook for him? Porchetta. Oh, yeah, he would like that. He would like that. He would. Yeah. And we'd just drink beers all night. Because, like, if you've seen him, like, travelling around New Zealand, he just went to Hobbiton and looks like he literally just got drunk. Yeah, perfect. Which yes. would be a good time. Mm. I'd invite Alton John, seeing as I'm not going to get to see him yeah. play his concert. And I don't know, what what would I cook? What would Alton John like? Mm. I don't know, I feel like he's pretty wholesome these days. He might need, like, maybe... Mm. You do some like English pub meal, just bangers and mash, <laughs> but level it up. Yeah, well, I cooked for Mick Jagger, and that's what he he just wanted like a roast. You cooked for Mick Jagger? Yeah. yeah. Can, we, can we? Excuse me. Can you talk about that. <laughs> On the up. Oh really? Hmm. Well, that's a story. Explain. What would you <laughs> Did he sing a song? <laughs> nah, I didn't actually cook for Mick Jagger. No. <laughs> Build ups. <laughs> no, there's a backstory to this. So, <laughs> what is there a front story too? Like what? <laughs> yeah, I was doing an interview for this magazine one day, and they were being extremely painful. They're like, "Oh, you must have something interesting." And I'm like, 
they were just like poking and prodding and I was like, I cook for Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> just toss it out there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and they printed it, they put it in print. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they printed it in their book. No. Yeah, it was in like a home and garden book. Like, <laughs> it was just ridiculous. I don't even know why I was in there. I think they'd sent out a press release for, for my book release, trying to get any magazine to do an article about my book. And the home and garden's like, oh, we don't really want to do recipes, but we could, does Sheree have a good home? Like, we could do a segment on her and her house. Right. So I'm pretty sure that was that, it was that um, article. And I just really, like, my house is, is, is like stock standard. Like, it's cool, but there's nothing special about it yeah. yeah and they were really like oh and like tell us a story about that like where did you get that piece of furniture where did this come from i'm like it's literally all from farmers um so yeah so yeah i just gave them a yarn about mick jagger i'm pretty sure it's the opening line of the article and then, amazing. and then i realized i'm like yeah like no one's who's gonna call me out on this absolutely you. no one no one's gonna call me out on that that is, wow. <laughs> it's true. Like, who's going to be able to chase that one up? Eh? Yeah. Like, it yeah. was on the yacht. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it loves a yarn sometimes. Oh, my goodness. If you say anything with enough conviction, people will believe you. Yeah. This is something I've learned. If you walk into any Most shop. Time with spinning the, yarns. <laughs> it's very true. It's going to be bold to call someone out. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Like, not going to, like, Mick Jagger's going to call me up and be like, I'm pretty sure you didn't cook me that roast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> If he did, I'd be like, yes, I did. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> Where? Here. I wasn't there. Like he, like he can remember the last 60 years of his life in that much wow. detail. Even he would believe it a bit. Yeah, probably right. Mm. Well, there's a dirty dishes for you anyway. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Cam, who are you cooking for? Oh, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> I actually don't know. That's a really right. hard question. Um, I've always wanted to. I always wanted to go to Mac Miller's concert, and he passed away. I don't know. Who's he? He's a rapper. Oh yeah. Um, but he, I had tickets to go to, to see him, and then he ended up cancelling his New Zealand show. Oh. So, be cool to meet him. Yep. Um, okay. Cook for him. Nice. I'm sure what food he'd be into, but I'd probably do like some kind of spring roll setup where you can build your own. Mm. You like a little build your own spring roll night? Yeah. Mm. It's always a bit of fun and gives people options, you know? Yeah. I'll just be there to kind of get involved as well. Mm. I just reckon he's like a he's a pretty interesting, yeah, interesting human being. Yeah. With a DIY spring roll. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Alrighty. Trev, we got anything happening at Pepper and Me? <laughs> so I went to visit out some of our stockists. Expanding. Um, Expanding the horizons, yes, looking into new opportunities. I was. I was doing research. <laughs> research and development. Yes. Do you know who I went with? <laughs> of course I know who you went with. Do you? Yes. Oh, bummer. I was like, <laughs> who was I with? Old Hard Eyes? Yes, I was with ah, Hard Eyes. Yeah. Oh, come on, I'm not oh, that I thought dumb. I no, as soon as you said, oh, I might go visit some stockers up the Coromandel, I'm like, oh, yeah, what's the booty call up the Coromandel? <laughs> <laughs> the only reason you're going to travel anywhere. <laughs> Damn. And then try and cover it up as a work trip. Right at the last minute going, who are our stockists? <laughs> yeah, who can I visit? Who can I visit? <laughs> Ella, can you email me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, bummer, I was hoping to expose myself, but you already knew. I have to try oh. harder. 
I've got shows. We've got some shows coming up. All right. So Pepper and me, we've actually um, we've got some shows coming up. We're going to be at the Rotorua food show. Is it the Rotorua food show or Rotorua? Yeah. No, it's the Rotorua Home, Home and Garden, Garden, Garden show. show. So that's the twenty jeepers, the twenty fourth or something like that of Feb. Yeah, it's next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So if you're in Rotorua, come and come along and visit us. Um, we'll say hi to the team. Yeah, we've got the Cane and Abel. We've got Cane and Abel there as well. As well. Yeah. And, mm. and while we're talking about Cane and Abel, I'll oh. just take this time to let you guys know that today's episode is actually sponsored by Cane and Abel. Um, Cane and Abel knives are made from high carbon steel, which are easy to sharpen and lighter in hand, creating a beautiful cutting experience. Head to caneandable.co.nz to check out the range, and for all you podcast listeners, we have a special code out there today. It's Lawn is Cool for 10% off. Once again, that's Lawn is Cool for 10% off. <laughs> now, back, now back to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Cane and Abel. <laughs> Love how we've got a wide variety of sponsors on oh, this show. Absolutely. I'm getting kickbacks off all these sales. We. Right, great. Do you have any dirty dishes for the week? I don't have any dirty dishes this week, but I thought I'd bring up some old stories. Uh, we're, while I was editing the podcast and we were talking about Lone Star, it reminded me of a time that Lone Star actually um, semi-sued us. <laughs> well, this is a good one. Yeah. So, so once upon a time we developed a recipe... Um, for the Pepper and Me Club, and without really thinking about it, it was called Dixie Chicken. It was Dixie yeah, Chicken. It was a direct copy of that dish. Yeah. You could, yeah, it was well, inspired it was by it. Inspired that. You know, We by. obviously don't know the recipe, but everyone loves to eat it, so we're like, oh, let's give you a way to cook it at home. Yeah. yeah. You also yeah. did like a like a Big Mac recipe too, didn't you? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, we've done heap, we've, we've we been inspired by coffee, lots you know, of stuff. You take dishes that you love and try and make them at home, totally. Anyway, turns out that the name Dixie Chicken is um, what trademarked. Yes. <laughs> and Lone Star own it, and Lone Star don't like when you use the name Dixie Chicken in the website, and we got a very stern email. We got a cease and desist yeah, letter. With a, with, and they were asking for like damages and stuff as well. Like yeah, it was they pretty did. bad, yeah. and we just said, we didn't cause you any damages, we're not paying you damages, but we'll take it down. So that was um. So we renamed it Hoedown Chicken. <laughs> so if you wanna, if you wanna, am I gonna have to like bleep out Dixie Chicken every time I've mentioned it here or something? Anyway, Hoedown Chicken on the Pepper and Me Club. It was a firm favourite recipe it was, from the club. Really good. Yeah. Decent, decent. Anyway, I thought that was a um an interesting dirty dishes <laughs> yeah, that we could good. mention. That's good. What, I was say, what's the protocol there? Is it just like respond, or is it like? Oh, yeah, we just replied. Well, you just they had to get advice from your lawyer, and he's like, you shouldn't have done it. But <laughs> roll, I roll. Not, you know, yeah, he's like, oh, you obviously shouldn't have done it, but yeah, just take it down. I'm sure they'll be, you know, yep. they're not going to come after you. Yeah, like, okay. Roll up. So they were trying to charge us damages, but we just said we'd pay their lawyer. I, you know, probably if we just said yes to everything without being like, nah, you're being dumb, yeah. then we probably would have been like mm. five or ten grand or something. But I think it literally cost mm. us maybe. 500 bucks so we probably got off fairly lightly yeah it's yeah. also it's not like it's a big deal no yeah, right anyway have you got any dirty dishes well i had my divorce party on the weekend oh yeah um which was really good we had nice and wholesome it was pretty wholesome yep we had the theme was miley cyrus flowers video yeah so there's really only three or four outfits in there Yep. Uh, but it was really good. It, I didn't want it to be like a bitter burning stuff, you know, like carrying on celebration. It was more just a way to like thank everyone who's got me through the last few years and been good friends and basically just an excuse to... Have a shindig. Yeah, have a little party. So we had cake and made my hawkers and sent it. We did some karaoke, which yeah, some was very good. Yeah. yeah. Made um, a champagne tower. Um, caught up with... 
Lots of good friends. That was awesome. Good night. There was three people who asked in the question box last week, how do you juggle everything? And you've, I've probably been outed that I don't really do much, so <laughs> it's not really a case of much juggling anymore. But it used to be um, a lot of juggling. And there was a quote that someone read, I think it's... Um, Oh, it, it was said by Nora Roberts anyway, and someone spoke about this at a woman in business event that I went to about four years ago, and it really stuck with me. And the, the quote was that so someone asked her how she balances her writing and kids, and she said that the key to juggling is to know that some of the balls you have in the air are made of plastic and some are made of glass. And if you drop a plastic ball, it bounces, no harm done. If you drop a glass ball, it shatters. So you have to know which balls are glass and which are plastic and prioritise catching the glass ones, which is like basically such a good way of summing up everything. What's mm. what's your glass balls of the day? It may be that Pepe has a doctor's appointment. It may be that there's a parent-teacher interview on. It may be that something needs fixing at my house or it may, like, or it may be something that absolutely has to be done at work. Mm. And so you need to, I guess, each week figure out you know, well, like to, oh, that dinner, hour, that dinner yeah. with my friend, that I may not be able to make to that, that's yeah. all good, I can cancel on that, I can't, I know I can't do everything, so you pick, you know, you know what, what balls of glass yeah. and what needs yeah. to be done and who needs you the most at, at that point in time. But I think it also highlights that actually you're going to drop some. Oh, totally. Like, it's like, very realistic. A, yeah, 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 quite. You can't juggle everything. No, you can't. It's, it's being really realistic about that, which is good. And sometimes you can get a babysitter for your kids a few nights in a row and then there may be a time when like, you know, it's just not going to work because yeah. they yeah. need you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed that quote anyway. Oh, nice. That's a wholesome way to oh, end it yeah, off. Yeah, that was beautiful. Mm. Nice work. Very good. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening. Hope everyone has a great week and has stayed safe from the cyclone. Yeah. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the Pepper and Me podcast, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're interested in any of the products that we're talking about, you'll find us at pepperandme.co.nz. 